I'll never forget. Uh, I went out with some pastor friends. You know, my wife and I, another ministry couple that we get to um, do ministry and life with. And so in this moment, as we went out to eat at this restaurant that I won't name, I'll never forget, man, I was sitting there, enjoyed some nice uh, dinner there. Had a, I think it was, I don't know if it was a Chilean sea bass. Uh, how many of you had Chilean sea bass? I mean, it's just incredible. If you haven't, you need to check it out. Uh, Chilean sea bass, or it might have been a salmon. I don't remember, but I'm a, I'm a pescatarian, so I'm all about that seafood life. So, amen. <laughs> and so, look, I'm there, man. I remember it, finishing the food. And as we were finishing the food, I, inv- I asked for some dessert. And as I got the dessert, and the dessert was there, they brought it out. It was some ice cream uh, that was there, and it was, came alongside like some form of a brownie or some, something like that. Uh, and the two were supposed to be coupled together. And so I brought it on the side. Anyway, uh, this ice cream that I got, I was there, and I'm eating, and I'm eating, and I'm eating. And as I'm eating, uh, as I, right when I was getting ready to get to the bottom, I put the spoon in my mouth, and I heard the Holy Ghost say, you know, people be saying, something told me. Yo, Christians, man, y'all need to get out of that stuff. If you are, listen, if you are praying and you are seeking God, can I just deal with this type of stuff? Something told me. What do you mean something told you? Jesus says in John chapter 10, my sheep hear my voice. They know my voice. You see what I'm saying? So this is the thing. Even though you might not hear an audible, this ain't the message, but this this one's for free. Even if you don't hear an audible voice, that knowing that's in your spirit, that oftentimes will get you to do stuff that is life-changing. Don't be out here insulting God talking about, it was something. No, it's something about that name. Oh my. Listen, come on, Bishop Rance Allen. But listen, man, so I'll never forget, I heard the Holy Ghost say, spit it out. And in that moment, I literally, so I, was, I was just, you know, as my grandmother would say, I was being licorice. I mean, I was just yamming that thing, just going. And then I heard when I put it in my mouth, spit it out. And I spat it out in that moment. Didn't chew down, didn't bite, didn't do anything. Just immediately spat it out. And when I spat it out, would you believe that there was a big old shard of glass that was there in the ice cream? It was pointed, it was sharp. If I swallowed that, it would not have been a good thing. Come on, somebody. And in that moment, I was, I was so grateful to the Lord for sparing me in that moment and sparing me from what could have happened as a result. And would you believe, of course, uh, the restaurant was extremely apologetic. Sir, I don't know how this happened. Uh, you know, let us go check with the cook. They went. They searched the entire prep area. There's no broken glass anywhere. They couldn't find any broken glass. There was no report of anything that was shattered. Come on, somebody. And they're like, we don't know. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you that the power, there are many of us, you don't realize that there is witchcraft at work. Come on. That there is spiritual wickedness that is at work. And there are people, you see all this stuff happening. Y'all think this is just a cakewalk and easy street for us to get up here and lead in a way that is doing the things that you're seeing happening. And there's a lot of spiritual attack and things that we don't share. But those who are close to us know. And I tell every single witch, you better repent. Can I just stand flat-footed? Uh, you, 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 I know, I know. Uh, even if you're in here today, no weapon that is formed against the Beresford household, against Serve City Church. Come on. Oh, I just feel like parking here for a minute. Every hex, every vex, every curse.
curse every spirit of obia every voodoo every spell that you have cast it will not work you want to know why because the name of the lord i didn't mean to go here is a strong tower those who run in the righteous run in and they are safe no matter what you try until it's until jesus says the jig is up somebody just shout over your life say it won't work and so they're like man i don't know where it came from i said oh i know where it came from but it's not going to prosper and she's wondering she's sitting there like like why on earth are you uh are you you know so calm sir i would be so upset i'm like listen man this just tells me that there's more and watch this my god is looking out for me and I'm so grateful because this was most definitely a demonic encounter. It was one that was, you know, could have ended a different way. And I'm grateful for the protection of my Savior. Uh, and I have so many stories, as you know, but this is one that I especially wanted to highlight because uh, when it is that I went again to this same restaurant. You know, I was in, you know, I got, I was in a position where uh, we were blessed to be able to go. And, you know, how many of you know that when something like that happens, uh, the spirit of fear will often try to creep up and the devil will come and try to be like, remember? Remember what happened last time? Come on. You, and see, this is the thing. What the devil wants is he, it's not even about him killing you or damaging you, uh, literally. It's about the spirit of fear hindering you and debilitating you from being able, oh, can I preach this thing? From being able to carry out the things that God has called you to. And so if he can find, oh, I'm coming for you. Cover me, Jesus. If he can find an area that he can put a boot on your leg like they do on the cars, come on, to stop you from moving. Even if it doesn't do damage to you physically, it will hinder you from carrying out and walking out the purpose that God has placed on your life. And so in that moment, man, it was an opportunity where it popped up and I could have said, nah, man, I'm not going here. Remember what happened? I said, and then in that moment, I had to make a conscious effort. I realized the spirit of fear was attempting to take root in that moment. And I had to say in that moment, no devil, I'm going to sit down here and eat. And as long as there's life, there's hope. And if, and when I'm sitting down here, I'll even eat the same ice cream. Because I believe that the same God that protected me last time, come on somebody, is capable and is able of, to do it again in this moment. Are you with me online and in the house? And you're wondering why is it that I'm saying any of these things? Well, firstly, I wanted to let you know, remember last week we were talking about, you know, the children of Israel and how they were released from bondage in Egypt. And the Bible makes it clear uh, that they were, that God told them when he, when they got to the sea, the Red Sea, he tells them to camp. Uh, he tells them to camp in, in, in this is uh, Exodus chapter 14, verse 1 through 4, to turn back and encamp uh, in front of Piroth between Migdal and the sea in front of Baal Zephon. And remember I told you and I taught you about how Baal Zephon was not only this uh, marine god or maritime god that this idea but it was also a place uh, a place name because they believed that God would give them favor or that that god would give them favor in that place and so God splitting the Red Sea was about him showing up that god that they were worshiping are you with me and showing that he was greater than it 
What the powerful thing is, I want you to notice because there are many of you, uh, you know, and, and then I even read Isaiah 42 verse 8. says, I am the Lord, that is my name. My glory I give to no other, nor my praise to carved idols. And some of you, you're like, well, I mean, that Baal Zephon, isn't that just some sort of fictitious God? You know, I mean, isn't this just some sort of fictitious thing? Why does God care about this? I mean, the carved idols and the things that we see. Why? I'm going somewhere. Somebody say he's going somewhere. Why does God care about those things if they're just dumb and they're inanimate? Can I let you know this? I just want, and I had to break this down because there's some of you who are practicing idolatry uh, and you have things and you have icons and you have stuff that you think guards you or you think it's okay because it's been passed down through the generations or some of your family members or some of your community that you see uh, when you look. I remember even my uh, my neighbor in my old, the old place I used to live, I would drive home when I drive up in there, uh, dr drive up in my driveway or my parents' driveway where we lived in a basement apartment, I would look inside the window and they have all forms of idols and images and things in there just lit up and I would see the person going in there because the window is wide open they're not ashamed of what they're doing and they got candles lit and they're incensing it uh doing puja and doing all this stuff to uh to 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 in front of these images and these idols and can I tell you, because a lot of people look and say, oh, well, those are just inanimate objects, so they don't matter, and God doesn't care about getting glory over them. How many of you know that they are not just inanimate objects? And how many of you know that Baal Zephon was not just a fake or a fictitious uh, G lowercase g-o-d? Can I tell you, I want you to understand this, because many of us, we do not realize that there are actual, and I'm going to teach a Bible study on this, I promised to do this, uh, but I didn't get the time because of the season, and it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, someone say it's coming. But how many of you know, because we sing songs like, all other gods, they are the works of man, and we say all these things, and we sing these songs, and they're great songs, but I want you to understand this. Here we go. Let me read Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 to you with, just with, with some new ears and some new eyes. Are you with me? Here we go. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Come on, somebody. Here it is. Here it is. I want you to hear this. Uh, but against rulers, against authorities. Uh, some say trans uh, principalities authorities against cosmic powers over this present darkness against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places are you hearing what i'm saying did it just say demons it didn't just say demons did it we think that every form of wickedness is a demon but there are other forms oh can i just teach some stuff here today i mean there are other forms of wickedness and principalities in the air. The devil is even known as the prince of, and of the power of the air. And we don't realize uh, that there are different forms and rankings of spiritual wickedness that exist out there. And so look, it's not the carved idol itself that's the issue. It's the principality that's attached to it. 
You think that when people are, are bowing before uh, statues and they're lighting incense and doing all these things and practicing puja and putting a, 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 a fruit and all of this stuff in front of these things that they're just doing it because they think that they're just doing it to that statue or that image. They're doing it according to the thing that is attached to it. And so there are principalities, there are all sorts of forms of wickedness, lowercase g-o-d's that will blow your mind if you really looked into what was taking place. I'm telling you, there is an unseen realm that we don't understand and we oversimplify and call it demons. And so Baal Zephon, this is just a powerful thing. I want you to get it because there are many of you even that grew up and you don't even have this understanding. Uh, if you might be practicing Hinduism in this place or, uh, or Buddhism or any form of uh, a religious practice that, uh, cause, that, that, that causes you to worship an avatar or a statue in this regard. There are demonic things and there are also principalities and spiritual wickednesses that are attached. Do you know that there are different principalities in different regions? This is why you can go to certain places. Oh man, I didn't mean to go here. But when you go to certain places, there are certain things that are more pervasive in that area than in others. You'll be like, notice this, this is how it works. be like, you know, in Toronto, everybody's like, in this area, such and such and such is like, you can often look at what is being worshipped predominantly in that area. <sighs> I want you to understand this. I'm telling you, there are all forms of principalities and things that are there that are at war against the power of God. And so when God is doing this stuff, he's not just doing it against a demon or uh, just the demonic, but there are principalities. And these things in many regards are responsible for uh, the fear and the things that we face. But I don't want to stop there because verse 13 says, somebody say verse 13. This is why he says, therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth. This is why I can walk into the same restaurant and not trip out. Come on, somebody. This is why, because and this is why I praised God instead of tripping when that thing happened. She wanted me to lose my mind, but no, instead the fruit of the spirit came out. Come on, somebody. Instead of me tripping because I was grateful for God's provision in that moment and protection in that moment. Belt of truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet, having put on readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstance, take up the shield of faith. Somebody say faith which you can extinguish the flaming darts of the evil one. Uh, the reason why many of us cannot uh, walk successfully through the flaming darts that are sin the promise has never been that the darts won't come come on somebody but the fact of the matter is that you and I can withstand them if we approach and deal with them in with our faith in God's ability to extinguish them as opposed to our fear in the possibility that in many regards never happens and the devil has us lick up, man. The devil has us jacked about things. Uh, many times, has the, 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 many times the fear, and I always say this, fear itself does more damage to us than if the thing we fear actually happened. Thicky, thicky. Oftentimes, fear itself does more damage to us than if the thing we fear actually was to come to pass. 
because you live your life on a what if, a what if, a what if, and it paralyzes and stops you from doing what it is uh, that God has called you to or walking successfully and victoriously through what it is that you are facing because you address it with fear instead of faith. Are you still with me? And then he goes on and he says, you may distinguish the flaming darts of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. It's powerful stuff. You ought to write that down. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 18. And check yourself for your armor every day. No matter what principality or power, but you can walk victoriously if you have, if you're to the place where you are walking in faith as opposed to fear. And this is why I love it because talking, and I'm going to get to the text in a second with Paul saying, forgetting the things that are behind. It's not, it's not nullifying that something happened. But it's saying that that thing that has happened is in the past for a reason because it wasn't supposed to be in my future. And if it's stopped and if it's in the past, come on somebody. Uh, the fact of the matter is that many of us, like the Egyptians, the Egyptians, got, and this is where the Lord was like, the Lord was like, son, you better go back and deal with this. And that's why I had to come back because I said it in passing, but I want you to get this. The Egyptians were swallowed up in the sea. But how many of you know, this is what I noted, throughout the journey of the Israelites' life, the spirit of the Egyptians kept trying to pull them back. Oh, can, I, can I just tell you? Uh, can I just tell you this? I, just, I want you to grab this. Uh, write this down. God wants to deliver you from the power and not just the presence of the past. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Hear me. Hear me. I want to say it again. God wants to deliver you from the power and not just the presence of the past because see there are many of you uh, the thing is gone uh, it's no longer here it happened a while ago come on but the fact is it still has a hold on you yes, and the and, and the lord was like the lord was like no no no, you tip by tiptoed by that too fast because it's people in here that you literally are being hindered and paralyzed because you are still under the power of that which happened in the past even though it's been swallowed up in the Red Sea. Isn't it a crazy thing that somebody can be dead but still have a hold on you? Isn't it crazy? They could have rest in peace. You could have thrown some roses, put their six feet in the ground. Uh, I don't know whether they went to be with Jesus or went to the hot place, but the fact of the matter is they are not here, but they have a hold on you. And it's crazy to me because in Exodus 15, this is why I want you to see, because the fear that we face that often is paralyzing to us based upon what we're facing. Note this, uh, it, I, I want to show you why this happens because it's attached to the power of the past. The past is no longer in our front. We can never go back there. But the power can still be uh, very present. And so look, 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 I want you to see this. Exodus 15, I'm going to just skim through them. Exodus 15 starts out in praise. It's a whole big praise because of what God did in delivering them by swallowing up the Egyptians. It starts in praise. But even though God literally split an entire body of water, 
Imagine them walking. I just think about this, you know, walking on the, on the dry ground, walking by like big old sorts of, you know, underground uh, vegetation and stuff like that. That's just, on. you know, we often think it was just like a bare ground, right? But imagine all of the underground things and plants and stuff that were there that they like were walking over and they were, I mean, it's just nuts. God caused a highway to form through a sea. There's some of you that God has caused life-changing and transforming things to take place in you to the fact that you are here right now. Whether it was over sickness or disease, whether it was a relational issue where that man told you that you're never going to get away from me. Come on somebody, but here you are still standing today. Who am I talking to in this place? Whether it was that parent that told you you're never going to amount to anything or because of the loss of a loved one uh, that you thought that you were not going to be able to make it why does everyone else get a dad why does everyone else get a mom but I don't get one of those things and consequently uh, you are but you are still here today and the fact of the matter is that you know it starts out in praise but then as you go into the text in verse 22 they start to grumble God did the miraculous and then here is an opportunity for fear yet again and what was it? It was in the place where they could not find any water. And then when they found water, the water was bitter. And the Bible says that the water was bitter. Uh, and this is why it was called what it was. And so verse 24 says in, in Exodus 15, it says, So the people grumbled against Moses, saying, What are we to drink? And then he goes on. They go on and they end up, uh, so they end up complaining. They are grumbling. They are complaining. And God causes the water to get Uh, to get tasty to the place where they are able to drink it and so he even does that he does this miracle a new miracle for them after splitting open the Red Sea and then we get to Exodus 16 Exodus 16 we're here again and then there's a difficult situation the people are like we're hungry and you brought us out here to be able you brought us out here out of Egypt at least we could have been back in Egypt where we would have sat there and ate and then we would have eaten longing for Egypt instead of trusting the God who just split a sea and then now also caused bitter water to become pleasant to the taste but verse 16 uh, but but ver, but they 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 are uh, they they grumble and they complain against Moses God rains bread down from heaven so not only does he open a sea but he causes manna to call manna in other words like what is this he causes it to come from heaven to be able to take care of them for the rest of their journey God just causes bread to come out the sky and then he also causes quail to show up so that they also could have meat because they were complaining about that as well. Are y'all seeing where this is going? They sing praise, then they grumble because they forgot not just about the God who made the water pleasant to the taste, but the God who before that split an entire sea and swallowed up their oppressors. And they got to the place, it was so crazy that they wanted to look back and go back to where it is they came from. Are you with me? But Jesus says, God says in Exodus 16, 12, I've heard their grumbling. Say to them at twilight as you, you shall eat meat and in the morning you shall be filled with bread. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. Then we get to Exodus 17. 
And we find he splits a Red Sea in Exodus 14 in front of Baal Zephon. And then he makes the water tasty in, a verse, in chapter 15. And then he, he causes them uh, in, in, in 16 to have bread to come out from heaven, which actually pointed to Jesus who was going to be the bread of life. John chapter 6, which is a powerful parallel for those who are nerds like me and care about that stuff. And then he causes quail to come up so they can be fed. But then we find them in verse 17. Despite what God did, Bible says in verse uh, 1 through 4, all the congregation of the people of the Israel moved on from the wilderness of sin by stages according to the commandment of the Lord and camped at Rephidim. But there was no water for the people to drink. Therefore, the people quarreled with Moses and said, give us water to drink. And Moses said to them, why do you quarrel with me? Why do you test the Lord? But the people thirsted there for water. And the people grumbled against Moses and said, why did you bring us up out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our livestock with thirst? So Moses cried to the Lord, what shall I do to this people? They are almost ready to stone me. This is the man that's lifting a rod, parting an entire body of water, putting stuff in water and making it from bitter to eight for them to be able to drink it. Carrying out to God, manna comes from heaven, quail on earth. Are y'all seeing this track record? But instead of trusting God's track record and trusting in his promises that as long as there's life there's hope and if he said he's gonna bring you to canaan come on somebody which was the promised land no matter what you experience god is still able to do it i don't know whose faith i'm preaching to i want to preach the absolute hell out of every demonic plot and principalic idea that has come against you to try and halt you and hold you down come on somebody we pull down every stronghold and every imagination come on bible readers that attempts to acknowledge exalt itself above against and above the knowledge of god are you with me and so here he goes and what he does is god tells him to strike the rock somebody say strike the rock strikes the rock water comes out the rock so the people now have another testimony. I love, you know, a lot of people think in the Old Testament that God was just all about swallowing up people and opening the ground and taking them away. And he, how many of you know that God is a merciful God? His mercy is everlasting. It's some of y'all he's been striving with, walking with. Come on, we in the New Testament and you've been getting, you've been getting it exponentially. Can I, anybody other than me, imperfect in this place? I mean, I'm so grateful for the mercy of God. It should have been lights out a long time ago. If God repaid me or gave me what I deserve, are there any witnesses in here that know it should have been over for you? But we are so grateful for the mercy. Come on, you ought to give him the praise in this place great is his mercy towards us come on somebody a just man falls seven times but can get back up again and i'm so grateful for the faithfulness of our god and the mercy of our god it is of his mercies that we are not consumed and here he keeps going back and forth with them doing stuff even though they are grumbling but this was, an, this was evident to me. We look back and Egypt was in the Red Sea that had now come back and swallowed them up. But the spirit of Egypt was still calling them back. Are you hearing me? 
I don't know what it is from your past. Uh, how many of you know this? Let me give you this one. Uh, true deliverance from the past is evident in your mouth. True deliverance from the past is evident by your linguistics. Come on, somebody. Uh, can I just say a little fancier? Because I want you to understand. It's a lot of y'all talking about, oh, yeah, they don't bother me no more. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, every time we talk to you, you're talking about it. Oh, can I just say this? I mean, uh, you still talking about, you still complaining, and many of you victim mentality. God has done so many things. Oh, I'm not being insensitive. Uh, the devil is a liar, and I come against that spirit as well uh, that would come and would attempt to tell you, oh, he's just, he's not, he doesn't understand. That spirit, that victim mentality that would come to try and hinder and hold you back when God is trying to propel you forward, I come against it now in the name of Jesus Christ. Christ of Nazareth I don't care how long you've been behind the eight ball and all of this sorts of stuff I'm telling you someone else can get the same circumstances you had and if you put if they would put it and you would put it in the hands of the Lord you would be able to progress and move forward past it but you can tell by someone's mouth you're only delivered from stuff you don't have to keep talking about every 10 seconds the only time I'm talking about it is if it's a testimony not talking about how it still has power to hold me down from doing what it is that God has called me to do. Who am I preaching to in this place? I declare under the unction of the Lord that there are you in here today who are called to be set free. And I declare the freedom of the Lord over you. Somebody ought to receive it now. We tell every devil, every demon from the past, every ancient devil that has been holding you down, some of you touching you in your dreams, we curse you at the root and we say go 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 now go now oh y'all think this is just a game no it's not a game we say go 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 get up get up and get out of here get out of here we overthrow your power not in our power but in the name 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 that is above every name we say not so we say not so that spirit of poverty that would attempt to hold you back oh people in my family don't own homes the devil is a liar you lost that home come on somebody but God is able to provide for you come on somebody to be able to come up and out of that come on those sexual mistakes that have been hindering you from being intimate with your spouse we rebuke it now in the name of Jesus I don't care what they did to you in the past be healed in your intimate places oh can I declare the power of the Lord be healed in your intimate places today be healed in your intimate places God has a better sex life for you and your husband on the other side of this oh can I just keep it real for you and your wife if you would get to the place where you would let it go come on I feel that Elsa spirit in this place you ought to let it go I'm not preaching I just want somebody to get to the place where you let it go There's a reason why it's still in the Red Sea. God put it there because it was supposed to stay there. If he wanted it to be in your life, it would still be here. I don't know who I'm preaching to. Oh my, I just feel I might have to close it here. Uh, somebody ought to run to this altar in this place. I want to pray over somebody that's been held by the path. You can come from the balcony. We are saying not so. We are saying the power of lack. I don't care what it is. We declare the freedom of the Lord in this house today hey 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 
not another day not another moment the power of the Lord rebukes you you and your power are not greater than that of Yahweh the most high God and so even now in the name of Jesus Lord God every person who is at this altar every spirit of evil that would attempt to hold on to them Lord God would they look back at your testimony when they look back at your goodness even now in the name of Jesus oh God we pray now that every form of bondage every form of wickedness that has been up against them oh God cut the umbilical cord now in the name of Jesus we declare the freedom of the Lord over the mind over the body over the will in the name of Jesus spiritual freedom physical freedom in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth every power and principality we speak to you right now and we declare that Jesus is Lord over you right now come on Jesus is Lord over you right now I declare the restoration of marriages right now in the name of Jesus the restoration of minds in the name of Jesus freedom from bondage the bondage of witchcraft right now in the name of Jesus now I want you to lay hands on your own self come on put your hand on your head even as our hands are there in faith God I declare the peace of the Lord that passes all understanding let it guard our hearts and their minds in Jesus name oh God the joy of the Lord I pray for a new spring a new wellspring of joy in every mind in every heart right now oh God put a cry in them to reach out to you Lord instead of allowing the powers of the enemy to push them into fear Lord God instead when they remember your goodness and your faithfulness Lord we declare freedom from every form of bondage I thank you right now I give you the praise for doing it in Jesus mighty name come on now if you believe it to be done drop those hands and somebody open those mouths and clap those hands and we praise you come on give him the thanks like freedom is yours freedom is yours come on receive it now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth receive it oh we're gonna stay here for a minute receive it receive it just lift a worship in this place just for the next few moments just lift a worship lift a worship yeah 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 chains are breaking yeah top yeah every life from the pit of hell we curse it at the root we declare freedom from every form of bondage we declare the power the breakthrough of the Lord yeah come on Hallelujah.
There is a sweet anointing in this sanctuary. Just the keys. There is a stillness in the atmosphere. Yeah. Oh, come lay down the burdens you have carried for in the sanctuary God yeah. is here can we do it one more time and there is a sweet anointing anointing in this sanctuary oh yeah there is the stillness in the atmosphere oh breakthrough is in the house hey, hey. so come lay down yes church the burdens you have carried for in the sanctuary yeah God is he He is here. God is here to break the yoke and lift the heavy burden. Oh, 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 oh. He is here. This is my prayer for you. This is my prayer for you. Speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. That he would speak to you. Come on. Speak, Lord. Speak. Speak, Jesus. Come on. Say, speak, Lord. Speak. Yeah, 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 yeah. Speak, Lord. Speak. That he would speak to you in your deep parts. Come on today. Speak, Lord. Lord, if you speak, things change. Hey, hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Speak, Jesus. We give you praise. Online is his power moving in your living room. Come on, speak, Lord. Come on, speak, Lord. Speak, Jesus, today. Come on, breakthrough is yours. Receive it. Speak to us, Jesus. Speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. Oh, come. Oh, come. Oh, come. Oh, come lay down. Burdens you have carried in the sanctuary. Yeah. God. 
Oh, come lay down. Come on, church. Oh, come lay down. Online today. Glory to God. For in the sanctuary. God. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't move from here. Oh, come lay down. Come on, see. Oh, come lay down. His glory is here. Every chain. Bend under his presence now. Every tree bow now in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Every power of wickedness. You come on out of there. Come on out of there. Come on out. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lay them down today. Don't leave them at the altar. God is here. Come on. Say God. God is here. God is here. Come on. Say God. that you have carried that molestation isn't greater than the future God has for you yeah let it go God heal you there and oh the glory of your presence we give you reverence give you reverence show our eyes from your rest and be blessed by your praise as we as your now feels now feels this one more time all oh, the glory come on church and oh the glory of your presence of your presence we your temple come on we your temple we give you reverence come on Show arise from your rest, Jesus. From your rest. 
I just declare the peace of the Lord over you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet every tormenting spirit every evil thing that the enemy would attempt to do to hinder and hold back we just declare the freedom of the Lord the freedom and the peace of the Lord the peace of the Lord God's peace let it fill you now fill you now the peace of the Lord the peace of the Lord the peace of the Lord even the direction that you need oh God give it to him I thank you right now I give you the honor for your presence and your glory that every evil thing that it must cease its power and I declare the freedom of the Lord right now and the peace of the Lord in Jesus name now feel now feels this place come on right now right now if you will go ahead and put those hands together come on and give the Lord praise 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 for his glory <laughs> oh I just saw I just see chains breaking chains are breaking I see it in the spirit even a fresh wind for you and your household come here come here come here come here a fresh wind for you and your household I declare that even the former things even if you have seen greatness in the past that the days ahead are greater than anything you've experienced even as you have come and you're bringing and leading your family even in this time even in the weak places and the challenging places God says I'm gonna be strong for you I'm gonna be strong for you and so even now I declare the freedom and the peace of the Lord even where there's tumult even when there are challenges and things that the enemy would try to hold you bound with I declare right now the freedom and the peace of the Lord direction I curse every plan and every plot of the enemy every weapon I declare no weapon formed against you shall prosper oh my oh my oh my oh my even the things of the past we declare we break the chains now in Jesus name we declare the freedom of the Lord the freedom of the Lord victory in your future victory in your household victory for the generations after you victory for God's glory I thank you right now Jesus for doing it for your glory for doing it for your honor for doing it for your glory hey 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 oh yeah there it is hey 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 praise him praise him like it's already done oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah this ain't some vain spiritual exercise we are trusting the Lord we are praising we are remembering his faithfulness in the past which is fueling our faith for the future if God is for us who can be against us no demon or devil in hell no power of addiction no form of bondage 
Y'all can go to your seats. <laughs> Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? We give him thanks and we give him praise and I glorify him. Hallelujah. I know, just, just for the next 15 seconds, can someone open your mouth without the music and let's just give him a thanks in this house for his presence. We don't take it for granted. Come on, just without all your, just, just, musicians, y'all too. Come on, come on, just thank him. Just bless him, come on. Give him the thanks. Give him the thanks, give him the thanks. Come on. He's been good to y'all. He's been good to us. Come on. He's been good to us. He's been good to us, word. He's been good. He's been good. When the sea came up against us and we didn't see our way out, he's been good. He's been good. Great is his faithfulness. Great is his faithfulness. Great is his faithfulness. Great is his faithfulness. All I have needed. <laughs> Thy hands have provided Great is Thy faithfulness Lord Summer and winter No matter what season Springtime and harvest Sun, moon, and sun's in their courses above. Join with all nature in manifold witness to thy great faithfulness. Mercy and love. And can we sing it one good time? Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Receive it, O Most High God. Learning by new mercies. All I have needed, I have provided. Yes, God, because great is thy Great is thy faithfulness, and great is thy faith. One more time, come on. Great is thy faith. One last time, come on, and great. Someone just needs to rehearse his goodness. 
For the last time, for real now, come on, go ahead and put those hands together and give him the praise. What a mighty God we serve. Well, as much as you all know how much I like, uh, and I would never be missing us going and having communion and all of this in this moment, I believe that the Lord has ministered mightily to us on today. And I think this is a good place for us to simply open the doors of the church and invite someone to trust Jesus. And I think we're going to leave with ourselves filled today. Uh, even more filled than any hot chocolate or cookies is going to make us outside. Come on, somebody. And so in this moment, I invite somebody who's watching or who's in the house that has experienced this move of God that's what this is you're like what is all this what's happening this is yet again God showing his power over every evil thing and he's calling you higher into a place of faith and breakthrough and trust in him knowing that if he's done it before he can do it again as long as you are alive and breathing as long as the blood is running warm in your veins as long as you still have the activity of your limbs and the readiness of mind, come on somebody, there's still hope. And so today, someone's like, man, I, I want to know this Jesus. I want to be in relationship with this God that y'all trust and that can heal people and that can do all this sorts of stuff. I want this God. I mean, but why should I give my life to him? Well, I'm here to tell you during this Christmas season that reason why you and I, why we, why we put our trust in him, why we give him our life. It's because he died for our sins. So I say, why did he die for my sins? Well, the Bible makes it clear that over 2,000 years ago, well, even before that, our first parents, Adam and Eve, they sinned and they disobeyed God. And consequently, sin passed on through in a hereditary fashion to every human being after Adam and Eve. The fact of the matter is that after this time, as a result, the Bible makes it clear the wages of sin is death. Not just physical death, I mean, and this is why people die because of sin, but also death in a place called hell, which is eternal flames and fire of torment. Wasn't made for humans, but we joined. It was made for Satan and his angels, but we joined with them when we, as a mankind, disobeyed God. But the good news is, and what we celebrate here in Christmas and this Advent season, is that when we were hopeless, that God gave us hope. <laughs> through Jesus Christ God didn't leave us stranded but he put on flesh Jesus didn't come into existence when he came into the earth he was in existence before but he incarnated God in flesh through the blessed virgin Mary and he lived perfect on the behalf of you and I come on somebody because he knew that we wouldn't get it right and we wouldn't have it all together and not only this but then he rolled he died in your place and he rose from death with all power. And today he extends to you the opportunity to get right with God. Have a relationship with God. Begin a relationship with him. So somebody's saying, how do I do that? How do I start this relationship with God? How do I, 
how do I get right with God? Well, the apostle Peter, which is one of Jesus' followers, speaking to thousands of people that are there in this place, and they're like, they're asking the same question. What do I do to get right with God and be in relationship with him? And he says to them, and he sums it up, and he says, repent. Everybody say, repent. Means that you acknowledge that you are a sinner, that you are turned in the opposite direction to God, that you are in need of salvation. You say, God, I need you to forgive me of my sin. I acknowledge you. And then you say, and then he tells them, he makes it clear that they are to believe. Somebody say, believe. And so what happens is in repentance is a turn in faith to Christ saying, I want you to be the Lord. I want you to be the boss of my life. I want you to, to be the king of my life. I want to be in relationship with you. I believe that you came. I believe that you died. I believe that you rose from dead. And then he tells them to be baptized. Somebody say, be baptized. We're talking about water baptism where you know we celebrate baptisms in a big way here because we see it as the entrance sign into the body of Christ and in the church at large where we are dipped underwater showing that we are leaving our old life behind and it's buried with Christ and we bring you up out the water showing that you are risen to new life with Christ. And so there are some of, someone is in here today, someone watching online, that you do not have a relationship with God. You have not given, repented of your sins. You have not given your life to Christ. You have not been baptized. Some of you may have prayed a prayer, but you've never been baptized. And today we call you, if that is you, call you to put your trust in Jesus and to go all the way with him in baptism. And Peter ends up going and baptizing literally 3,000 people. It's just a powerful thing. What an incredible experience. And I believe God is still calling you and I today. And so someone else, you're in here and you're like, man, I have a relationship with God. I've run away from him though. And today, you know, I, I want to come home. I, I've been away. I want you to know that even if you ran away from him, he's never run away from you. His arms are open wide, ready to receive you back into fellowship. I don't know who you are or how you got here, but you can come back home to him today. And so you're saying, do I got to get rebaptized? No. If you meant it and you were baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and you meant that thing, you can return to the grace of your baptism and repent and come home. And as we say, there's room at the table for you. And so today, every head bow, every eye closed, every head bow, we're getting ready to go. Uh, but before we do that, I want to give you this opportunity, someone in here today, to put your trust in Jesus, even online in your living room, you can do the same thing. Do you sense the Holy Spirit leading you to repent and be baptized today? Do you sense the Holy Spirit telling you to come home today, if that person is you? On the count of three, with every head by, every eye closed, between me, you, and God, I want you to pop that hand up real high. If that Oh, that hand is already up. I didn't even get to count. Here we go. Glory to God. One, two, three. Come on. Somebody else join that person that popped their hand up. Is there someone else that says, I see those hands. Glory to God. I see those hands. They're going up all over the house. Come on, somebody. They're going up. They're going up. They're going up. They're going up. We give the Lord praise. Online, we see you in the spirit. Okay. Now, drop that hand. Come on. Drop those hands and everybody open your eyes and can we celebrate those who made those decisions today come on come on come on come on come on come on bible says heaven rejoices over one soul that comes to repentance this is what it's all about we can jump and shout and run but it's amazing when people make decisions for jesus